0: NRL heads into round nine this week and it's a tricky week for tipping and don't forget to get your tips in on footytips.com.au and look for the 4LG West FM Pro Ties footy tipping competition and as always NRL legend and from the Sweet and Sound podcast Jamie Saud for his thoughts on the round how are you mate?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Watsy mate. Uh, I'll tell you what, it is a tough round to pick, but uh, there's a couple of games here I reckon I might be able to tip the listeners into that you might be able to climb up that leaderboard.
0: Let's look at Thursday night's game and we head back to Townsville where the Cowboys take on the Roosters. It's a
1: dangerous game for the Roosters, isn't it? Last week was so draining and you think about what it took and then they lose that game. Boyd Corden is going to be rested. Uh, They maybe have a couple of uh, rearrangements in that back line there to try and cover for Daniel Tupo. So a danger game for the Chooks. I think they may have stayed up there to try and cut out some of that travel. But you look at the North Queensland Cowboys, uh, they take one step forward and then fight back. I I don't understand the decision to play Val Holmes on the wing uh, if you're paying him full-back money. If you thought he was going to end up being a winger and you had the hammer there uh, being ready to be able to play first grade, then you shouldn't have paid... Val Holmes that much, so I'll be interested to see how they attack with Val on the wing or whether they bring him infield, but uh, for me, I think the Roosters will be too professional and too strong.
0: Two games on Friday night, the first of these, uh, the first of the real tricky ones, the Titans at home to the Warriors.
1: Yeah, I'll be rugged up down here in Sydney watching that one, Uh, (laughs) I'll probably put two pairs of tracksuit pants on. Look, the Titans last week, they're like the Cowboys, Uh, they just take... Yeah, they have a good performance and you think, right, this might be a, turner that they've cornered here, a corner that they've turned and then all of a sudden they leak another 40 points and they're back to square one. So uh, I can't tip the Titans. And the Warriors are the feel-good story of the NRL uh, in 2020. But what they did last week against the team under the pump, they were going to be hammered from the start. You know, Brisbane were going to come out and throw everything at them. They weathered that storm and they were able to get the win. So for the first time, I reckon, in about 16 months, I'm going to tip the Warriors.
0: Ooh. Uh, The next one's a tricky one as well. 8v9 on the ladder. That's the Rabideaus taking on the Tigers.
1: I sneakily feel like this may be in that sort of one or two, you know, the top game of the round. I think that South Sydney were disappointing last week while they got the win. And, you know, if you spoke to Wayne Bennett, he'd be happy they got the win. But privately, I think he'd be concerned about how they continue to invite teams into the game. So... Um, I'm worried about that and whether they get it right because if they do get it right, they're going to be hard to beat. Uh, if you have a look at the West Tigers, they've just had a, a week from hell, haven't they? They, mm. they threw that game away against Penrith and the ill uh BJ Leilua and some of their players. They gave away 11 penalties, which is... You know, six of those were off play two, just relieving pressure. So Michael McGuire have his side prime for an effort. I think South Sydney, uh, but don't be surprised... Uh, if West Tigers are very, very close. So I think it'll be a close game, but I just think the class of South, get them home.
0: The clothes are going to be off, then on, then off again on Saturday, and the first of these is at 3 o'clock where the Sharks take on the Panthers. The Sharks, you tipped them a couple of weeks ago that they're going to be on the rise, and they're going to have plenty of confidence taking on the Panthers.
1: Yeah, there's nothing better in this world, you than being right And in my <laughs> line of profession then. Yeah, I really, I really get it wrong, but when people actually remind me that I'm right, I realise how good I am. <laughs> um, I Look, the Sharks, for me, this is the test they've been waiting for. You have a look at what they've done. They've beaten the teams they were supposed to beat. Sean Johnson's found himself in some good form. I'd still like him to go to that next level and be able to provide for near Cora and also uh, Ramien on that edge, but uh, this is the test they're waiting for. They're coming up against the hottest team in the NRL, or one of, in the Penrith Panthers, and... The Panthers have shown different ways to win over the last month and a half. They've been gritty. They've also, you know, come out and fired the first shot a lot of the time. So I'm looking forward to this game. The clothes will definitely be off. Uh, it'll be nice and hot there at three o'clock at Cogra. I'm actually going to head out to the game. So um, I'm happy to to um, yeah, tip people into the weather early on Twitter, but. Uh, I think that the Penrith Panthers get it done. Just They're just too good at the moment.
0: 14 v 16 at 5.30 on Saturday afternoons. That's the Broncos taking on the Bulldogs. And uh, as you said over the past couple of weeks, the Bulldogs, if nothing else, they do try. And uh, that's something that can bring the Broncos undone.
1: Yeah, look, uh, I mean, you can't put enough jumpers on here for this game. Um, 5.30, I know you'll be getting ready for the 7.30 main course, but... Um, yeah, I, look, yeah. Brisbane have tried really, really... Uh, sorry, Canterbury have tried really, really hard in all of their games, and they try down to the 80th minute. So uh, that's going to get them... It's almost like they start in front when they play the Broncos at the moment. This is a side well-documented, how bad they're going at the moment. Uh, the saga around for feeder and what's going on there now is added to it. So, look, I can't tip the Broncos. Um, I'd like to think that they come out and have a bit of an effort, but I think the Bulldogs just out out-effort them, which is a sad thing to say about the Bronx.
0: Match of the round, uh, 7.35 Saturday night, the Canberra Raiders, who have probably been a little bit disappointing the last three weeks against the professional outfit that is the Melbourne Storm.
1: Yeah, this is, well, payback for the Melbourne Storm. You have a look at what the Raiders did down to them uh, in Melbourne. They've got a few injuries now. They still haven't sorted out their attack. They conceded 16 points in that second half to make a game of it. So they haven't convinced anyone that they're the Raiders of 2019. Well, they haven't convinced me um, after that sort of blow away of Melbourne. And you have a look what Melbourne did last week. They just hung in there. And that's, that's culture, that's belief and in, in staying with your system and not being flustered or letting the moment get to you. So uh, I think this will be a real uh, a big game, the game of the round, as you said. And I think Melbourne get the job done. I think the Craig Bellamy would be filthy at how they played that first round post-COVID, and they'll just, they'll just be too professional for them.
0: Two games on Sunday, the first of these at 4 o'clock. The Newcastle Knights take on the high-flying Parramatta Eels.
1: Yeah, this is an intriguing game, isn't it? Because Newcastle weren't great last week. Caelan Ponga struggled to find himself into the game then went off injured with a HIA. So he'd be looking to bounce back with a big game. They've got a couple of injuries uh, that have happened, so they're going to have to reshuffle that back line with Edric Lee breaking his arm. So it's an interesting one for Newcastle because they've got that grit, and, and gutsy determined effort that Adam O'Brien was after. But with the ball, they, they didn't look uh, as polished as what they'd been in some of the earlier rounds. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting them to bounce back uh, enthusiastically again off the back of a, a gritty win. But they're against this Parramatta side. When Mitchell May goes down, I think then you were probably thinking the same thing. Well, mm-hmm. Parramatta may take a couple of weeks. This may be the end of their season because they have to get him back in. Gutterson, Brown, Marnie... You know they've just taken up that playmaker's role and haven't tried to do it on their own. They've done it by committee. You know yep. Brown does the kicking, makes his def- makes his tackles, gathers and chimes in out the back. He's ball playing a little bit more. Marnie's kicking from dummy half, and and that's a sign of a really good side when you can do it by committee and not have to rely on one guy. So and their forward pack second and none at the moment. I think Parramatta will be too strong for Newcastle, but I'm expecting Ponga uh, to have one of those
0: games. I think Young Field slipped in well last week too, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he did, and again, Dragons fans will be saying, "Why can't he play? Why couldn't he play like that at the at the Dragons?" Well, he wasn't asked to do Mitchell Moses things. He was asked to do Jay Field things. You watch his game closely, Watson, and it was all about competing and putting yourself in the right areas. Make your tackles, run the footy. And then when you get an opportunity, don't think about ball playing, just run. And he did that and he scored a nice try and, and caused uh, some real trouble for the North Queensland defence.
0: And it finishes off at 6.30 on Sunday, a heart versus head game for you, Jamie, here. The Dragons versus Sea Manly Seagulls.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I couldn't have spoken highly about Manly um, throughout the year and I thought that they were going to be a dark horse until they picked up some injuries and I saw what they had last week. They had so much ball to be able to win that game and Terry Evans is just taking a bit of a back seat, you know, right at the death there when they needed him and uh, they couldn't get across the line. But, mate, I've been calling for Ben Hunt to start at nine for a long, long time. So I'm tipping the Dragons exclusively off the back of that. If I tip him and they they win and I've been saying Ben Hunt at nine, they may cheer me. They may cheer me into the studios on Monday (laughs) on Inside the NRL. And the whole Sweet and Sour podcast will be dedicated to me being right about Ben Hunt. So I think, look, uh, it'll be a tough game, but I think the Dragons might upset uh, the apple cart again for Manly. who looks like they're just sliding a little bit.
0: Speaking of the Sweet and Sour podcast, uh, how do people get involved?
1: Yeah, just go to uh, Apple iTunes and Spotify. You can download Sweet and Sour and- uh, every week. We had a little bit of fun this week uh, with Nick Davis and the boys from topsport.com.au, but uh, the main one, what's is Short and Sour Monday mornings. It's 15 minutes. Get your fan questions in. Hashtag Short and soured on Sour Official or at Sour Official 6 on Twitter, and I'll get your questions answered Monday morning to sort out your team's woes.
0: Thanks for your time, mate. We'll catch up again Sunday.
1: Too easy. Thanks, brother.